Hey, everybody, welcome to a new episode of Walk in Faith. I'm sitting down with actually my really good friend, Mario Costable, which I love the name. Of course, everyone knows my son's name is Mario. But Mario, you are the executive director of Array of Hope. We've worked together. But really what I love about this opportunity to speak with you is this new documentary, Vocations. And I know Alexis, she sent me this press release, and I just want to read this quick thing. It says, Array of Hope is stepping up to the plate with this new documentary. As long as I've known you, you've always been up at the plate, taking a swing for our faith and for the Catholic Church. So thank you so much, Mario, for sitting down with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be with you today. So tell me, I, like I said, I, I watch Vocations, but in case people are not familiar with some of the work Array of Hope does, which you do a lot of different forms of entertainment evangelization, can you tell us a little bit about Array of Hope? Yeah. Well, Array of Hope at the core is a multimedia uh, organization. We do live events, we do concerts, we do retreats, we do missions, but we also uh, create a lot of content that's uh, film-based, that is music-based, uh, and we combine all those worlds in a live uh, arena and platform, uh, in addition to having films on our own channel uh, and YouTube. So we're, we're quite uh, varied in displaying the importance of our culture uh, and the importance of our church within our culture through media. And I love I love the music, too. I think, I think most of your family is involved in, in some of the creation of the music, which I love. And then, like I said, I sat down, I watched Vocations, and I was really inspired by that. But I was curious, like, what was your personal inspiration? Like, why did you decide to take on such an important topic like Vocations? Well, I have to I have to confess, it wasn't initially my inspiration and my idea. Uh, it was brought to me. Uh, one of our team members here uh, is um, has a parish priest, Father Richard uh, Carlton, uh, in the Diocese of Patterson. Uh, and they were talking and sharing about the importance of vocations and how vocations are declining. And it's the it's really the bloodline of the Catholic Church, essentially delivering the sacraments to all of us and the faithful. And uh, when he was sharing it with, with me, um, I, I realized the importance of vocations. I never really thought about it. I never even thought about, well, how does it happen? How does a man discern to becoming a priest? What is that journey like? So when we started brainstorming about the idea, I realized this could be a really uh, interesting uh, view uh, as to revealing the journey in today's world, what a man goes through in, in, when he hears the call and how he responds. So, um, and super excited that that we went ahead and did it. So recently when I was in Israel, I met someone there and I said to him, I felt this calling to just say to him, you know, do you ever think about considering being a priest? And when I said it to him, he right away connected with that. And he said, you know, I've been discerning that. So the point I'm making is, one, we do need to be open. And, and if we notice characteristic or attributes within someone, we need to be open to say that. But most people don't know, like you said, what does it take to be a priest? Like, what kind of attributes, characteristics? Like, even within the film, you talk about, is it a job? Is it work? Is it a vocation? Like, there's a huge difference. So can you explain, like, what is the difference between a vocation and what kind of attributes does someone need to have to discern, you know, a vocation like being a priest? Uh, well, uh, in the film, we we explore um, what that calling or uh, discernment feels like. And like you had just shared, um, I think when we're growing up in the faith uh, at various moments, sometimes we're really engaged and we feel God in, in, in a deep way. I was when I was much younger, <clears throat> I think I was probably, I don't know, nine or 10. I said, maybe maybe I'll become a priest one day. So 
of course, that dissipated and, and I'm a father now. That's my vocation. But the idea of the film is that to explore what those callings or uh, discernment is and not suppress them because um, we want to bring them forth in someone and and maybe think about it in a, in a way that maybe was never viewed as uh, or discerned before in the past. So the idea is that if, if someone uh, thought about it and, and, and viewing this film, you'll see examples of men that heard the call and then went through discernment and, and went through the seminary and, and maybe discerned out or also went through the seminary and became priests. And they share, we profiled six men, I believe, that really shared their experience and what it felt like to go through this process. So the idea of the film, and it's very, um, we, we, we didn't want to make it so much that it's educational or make it very sterile in the sense that this is what it's like and this is what you have to do. We really wanted to make it sort of real in the sense that we didn't hold back on, on some of the uh, issues or concerns that men have today regarding the church and the scandals that are going on. So men are often discouraged, like, what do you want to become a priest for, mm. especially in the Catholic Church? So we share those those realities of what's going on uh, and and work our way through that. So the film, uh, I'd say, is, is a very honest portrayal of how men journey through this. And you can be called to become a priest, as we shared in the film, and then discern out. And that's mm -hmm. OK. To, to your point, their vocation, their calling in life was to be a father like you and I. Right. So it, it's really a calling and what is God is asking us to do. But. God calls us at different moments in our life to do different things, to um, complete the journey, complete his plan. Like for me, I was called in the secular space to produce a lot of stuff secularly for 40 years. And then I was called to use my gifts and talents for the church later on. It's the same thing. If you feel that you're being called to be a priest, there might be a higher reason to complete that journey or maybe you needed that formation for something else in your life. Mm, I like that. Or or to impact or, or inspire someone else along their journey. And you, right. you said a lot of things because there are five or six different people in the film that right. are very different stories, you know, and, yeah. and I don't want to get too deep into it about the, the, whether the parents accepted it or they didn't, but it, you, it was very relatable. Like I related with certain, you know, characters or certain people in their perspective. And when we talk about how there is a decline in vocations and, and we just throw that out and people don't really understand, but just the basic statistic, which I think is in the film, you know, it's 60,000 in the 1970s to now where it's 30,000. That's a huge decline. I mean, I know priests and you know priests that are overseeing multiple parishes, multiple roles, and they're called in so many different directions. I mean, it's 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 got to be extremely challenging. I remember we were in a, in a uh, visiting one of the bishops and we were filming a show. And I remember the bishop in this this town, they had like 27 people locally that were discerning priesthood. I was really inspired by that. And I remember interviewing a lot of these bishops and, and to your point earlier, and I said to them, when did you feel the calling? And they said at six years old, they knew right away that they were called. And I think what's challenging for a lot of us is, you know, and not that we can discuss it here is discernment. Like, I don't know if everyone understands like what that means when you discern or when God speaks to you and how to distinguish his voice from the worldly sort of influences. But when you mentioned earlier, too, about there are a lot of reasons why, let's say, we don't fully know why people are not deciding to, you know, whether it's a vocation as a father or just even to enter the priesthood. What do you, from all your experiences, what do you think that one of the reasons is why people are not, you know, as drawn to the priesthood as they were in the 70s? 
Well, uh, uh, unfortunately, I think it's because of the crisis that's going on in the church. Uh, it's very unsettling. I think there's a lot of confusion in the church, and that confusion uh, is just bleeding down into men that are feeling to be called, but that they're feeling they're questioning. Well, am I really being called to the Catholic Church? I mean, it just seems so uh, unstable at this time. Um, so I think um, I think that is hurting us somewhat, and I, I also think um, there is. Um, we show this in the film. There's a lot of discouragement, even within families. Like, you know, someone might be called and share it with their parents and their parents are like, don't do that. Like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to waste your life and become a priest? So um, there um, we need, we need, there's a lot of work to be done, not only uh, within the culture of the church, but also within the culture of just raising families to show the importance and value of the, the priestly vocation. I mean, without priests, we got no church. We have no sacraments. Without no sacraments, I mean, we have no connection to God, right? I mean, so, I mean, it's the way Jesus founded his church, you know, the succession of priests that ordained, started with Jesus himself, with the apostles, and then their successors. Um, So uh, it's really the plan that Jesus had all along. So I think there's a lot of things that that are discouraging men today, as as I just shared with you. And and there's ways around it. I mean, my hope and my prayer is that this film will uh, inspire men to say, you know what, you know, there is a higher calling here, you know, and and that higher calling is, you know, priests are really uh, special chosen men. I mean, it's it's something to that should be valued very, very highly in someone's life. I mean, to to I mean, think about it, Craig. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's mind blowing, right, to offer your life mm. for God. I mean, your one life that you have. No, I'm going to dedicate it. I'm going to forego family life. I'm going to forego, you know, a partner, uh, a spouse, you know, because I'm going to give it all to, to to my Lord, to my the creator of the universe. So it's a big deal, you know, so we, we can't undervalue that. But we also have to really. Uh, show the importance of that. And if you, if a man is, is is feeling a tug on his heart to serve the Lord in that way, I think we have to find ways um, as a as a body, as a church, as a universal church, as a Catholic church, to really encourage them. Because we, as a as um, as a, a congregation of the church, you know, need these men. Mm, you're right, and. And and it's funny when you said earlier too about how some of the parents don't accept it. And, I, and as a parent, my son's still young, and he said to me he wants to be a priest. We'll see. But you know, it, if a, a child says to their parents, "I want to be a baseball star," "I want to be an astronaut," or we encourage them, right? Even though the the probability of them becoming a NBA player or a baseball player or an astronaut is probably slim to none, but we encourage them. So I don't. I I, I always struggle why somebody wouldn't encourage their child to be a priest or to follow that priestly vocation. So I, I I find that very fascinating. And in the film, you touch on that. And you mentioned something too about priests. Like I spend a lot of time with priests. I was with a priest yesterday. And 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 when I listen to that, I love my favorite thing is to ask them their schedule. When I see and hear how much they do and how devoted they are. When my yeah. when my son was born, my priest friend was in the hospital praying over my son. When my father died, he was there next to me. I mean, this is is it's just more. It's not a job. I mean, you're giving your life. And listen, there are also times where it's it's kind of fun. I mean, I spend time with priests and we go to events and we meet so many people. It's not always just you know whatever the, the, you know people see it as as one side that they're just there in, in the corner praying. Like 
it's a wonderful life. And and for me, working in the church, I've gotten this sense of fulfillment. Like you, working in the secular world was great, but there was really, for me, there was no joy. It was just quick happiness. Working within the church in a vocation, for me, I, I find this sense of joy and fulfillment that I've never found in any other job or work or anything. I find it within, like you said, the body of of, of our faith. Mm-hmm. So, so Mario, tell me now, like you said earlier, if there are people that are discerning or interested in, in finding out more about the film, of course, but also maybe they want to find out the next steps if they want to, you know, discover what vocations are maybe accessible for them, or maybe they want to find out about joining seminary, where could you, where could you send them? Well, I think first and foremost is to contact the, the, the diocesan vocation office. You know, uh, these men have been through that journey. They're, they're skilled and, and taught to listen to discern, the discernment of men and, and guide them and, and counsel them. So I, I think that would be the first step, right? You know, um, or if they're in college or if they're in a Catholic college, um, every Catholic school uh, has um, an area of theology and maybe ask the, the Department of Theology, this is something that I'm considering. Where can you direct me if, if you're at school or if you're at college? But there are many ways that um, you could speak to someone. I, I think the vocation office uh, in your own diocese or even your parish priest. I mean, talk to your parish priest and say, look, this is I really am feel serious about this. And, you know, how would you recommend? How would I proceed? And, and they could certainly guide you um, uh, to uh, the right phone number, the right place to, to reach out for information. And now, where can somebody watch vocations? And also, too, I went on your calendar. You have a lot of events coming up in December for Array of Hope. So, I mean, that's yeah. another opportunity where people can explore and just be for me to listening to music. I'm, I'm just there's just that for me, there's a connection to to God. And I feel this pull and this tug. So can you share some of the events you have coming up and how people can find out more information about Array of Hope? Yeah, well, people could find the film. It's on our uh, the Array of Hope app and channel which is available on Roku and Apple TV. Um, presently, that's where we're releasing it uh, exclusively. Uh, if you just Google Array of Hope, A-R-R-A-Y of Hope, and then you'll see the Array of Hope channel, just click on that. And this film is absolutely re uh, absolutely free. So, uh, and you could subscribe and we have hundreds of films and content on our channel there. Uh, essentially, we're probably going to be on a streaming platform sometime next year. We're in discussions with that. But right now, it's on the Array of Hope channel. So, I mean, essentially, Array of Hope, uh, Craig, as you shared, is that, you know, to the core of who we are, we share the gospel, we share uh, and evangelize the teachings of Christ through events. And we we have three sort of major events that we do. We have the Array of Hope concert experience, which is a multimedia concert event that we share through live witness, a tapestry of films and music, uh, live music, bands perform. It's a very impactful event. It, it we, we try to uh, um, have people experience an encounter with the the, the risen Christ and invoke the Holy Spirit um, because we really, it's very thought provoking in the content that we share. We go through the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and love, and, and end with the importance of prayer. And that's the Ray of Hope concert. Um, we also have an event called Behold, which we're working with the USCCB and Bishop Andrew Cousins. Uh, it's, it's part of the Eucharistic revival. Uh, and that's probably what you're seeing on our calendar uh, in December. Uh, we're very busy doing that. And that's a three-day mission um, where we're working with the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. Our music team uh, plays praise and worship music. And then we it, it's exposition, uh, adoration, 
uh, and then we culminate with a mass. So it's a three-day mission, and that's a really powerful event. And we're endorsed by you know the Eucharistic Revival uh, team there, and, and we're going to be with them next year um, at the big summit that they're going to be doing. Um, and then we have you know uh, our confirmation retreats, and we do several of those throughout um, throughout the year, where we bring the same. Uh, approach, multimedia, interactiveness, uh, engagement, music, um, uh, and we do confirmation retreats with that kind of flavor. Um, so uh, those are uh, the spectrum of events that we offer. And then our follow-up programs are really, you know, our podcasts, uh, our our channel. Uh, we have lots of resources that we try to keep people engaged and help parishes to continue. Um, parishes do need a lot of help to keep people engaged, and and we're often used. Uh, as sort of like a firecracker, you know, bring a ray of hope in because they'll charge them up and get them excited. And then we try to work them even after, you know, two, three, even six months and try to keep them engaged with the materials that we produced uh, just so we can keep, once people get excited about the faith, you, you got to keep them charged. You got to keep them offering more, uh, it, you know, once you got the heart and, and the soul, excited well now we have to develop the intellect we have to we have to share with them the importance of why god should be vital in their lives so um we try to help parishes to do that as well after our events it's like you said you just you feel the call to christ and then like anything else it could pass there needs yeah. to constantly be you got to constantly just keep reminding them and pushing them and and the more i read the more i learn about jesus the more i realize i don't know you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a relationship. It's I look forward to to just connecting with you, and I advise people to to you know go on Araya Hope's website. I just did the other day. It has a lot of content, wonderful songs, wonderful music, and it, and it's it's beautiful to see how God is using you and using your family to bring people closer to Christ. Amen. You too. Keep up the good work, brother. Thank you, my brother. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Walk in Faith. Always remember, you have the ability to inspire and evangelize your words and actions. God bless you.